This podcast is brought to you by Connect First Credit Union. I am really excited about today's show. We have a very special guest, actually someone from Connect First, which I will introduce in a few minutes. But we're going to talk a lot about entrepreneurship, independent business around, you know, those folks who are truly making a difference in our economy, in our communities, who are creating jobs, who are you know building this brighter future for us. And certainly this is a sector of the economy we have decided at Connect First is really, really important and needs to be served better. So we stood up an entire line of business focused just on that business. But I want to just go back to the beginning a little bit, because personally, I feel this connection to entrepreneurs, which I sometimes find hard to explain, except to say early on in my life, you know, I grew up in a, in a, a household where, you know, a, a small family owned business was a, a big part of our lives. When I was in university, I had multiple jobs, but I also started some businesses because I wanted to, well, obviously needed to make some money to get through that uh, experience. But I also wanted to know what that experience was about. I remember photocopying flyers and walking for days, you know, dropping them off at people's doorsteps, trying to find ways to to come up with interesting value propositions that resonate with people, trying to find ways ultimately to make a living and building a business. And I learned from that. It's not easy. I learned from that. There aren't a lot of folks out there who are around to really support you. You're kind of on your own when you're an entrepreneur and it's lonely, like you are on your own. There's there's no secret book that's given to you that says, here's all the answers to building your business. There's no financial institution that just opens the door to say, hey, come on in. We got you. Well, maybe there is now because we have stood up a strong focus building expertise to support independent business, small and mid-sized business. And I'm really, really excited to introduce you to Liz Stretch, who is our senior vice president of independent business and agriculture. And we're going to talk a lot about agriculture, too, because it's, you know, quite frankly, some of the, the biggest risk takers, the biggest entrepreneurs in our province are the farmers and ranchers building our future of agriculture in this province, which is the line of business Liz leads for us and is building a great team. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You've been in Alberta a long time. You've been in banking a long time. Tell us, our audience, a little bit about who you are. Great. I have spent my entire career in Alberta and started off in a work experience program in high school in banking and always thought that I wanted to be a teacher. But really, banking got into my blood very early in my career. And I found that it was just such a terrific place to grow and develop. So worked through most of the frontline type of roles that banks have available and really loved being in front of the the customers. And here we call them members and I love what that means. So here I'll refer to it as members, but it really was where I was most passionate was really being in front of the members. I did take a pivot in my career, moved into a strategy, HR type of role, and then really wanted to get back to my roots, which is what brought me to this role. And so we've been really excited about having you at Connect First. And you you joined, I believe, or it was last October. And yeah. so what is your journey like being coming into the credit union system and and seeing like what the credit union values are about? Sure, what the last few months have been like for you? Yeah, I've loved really digging into what the credit union system means and that network and what you have access to within the credit union system. 
but also just around the values and our commitment to our members, which is very real and very authentic and really is at the core of what we do. Yeah, right on. And 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 it isn't just lip service. You know, when I think no. it's one of the things a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, farmers, ranchers often feel like they're just getting lip service from their financial institution or bank or whatever. And I found the same thing. And certainly what we're aspiring to do is, is to get beyond that. So let's start talking a little bit about independent business. And what does the landscape look like for independent business in Alberta and business owners right now? Yeah, I would say that looking at the landscape, you know, the industries are are very diverse, obviously. You know, I would maybe highlight just over the last, since I joined and since the pandemic hit, that we would see that certain industries were positioned to thrive and others, as an example, in the hospitality space hit a dip. But I think that what we have seen in Alberta is this true entrepreneurial spirit and businesses who are really looking at their businesses and thinking about what does this mean for us? What is it that we may have to do in a different way? How might we innovate? How might we get into adjacent markets and use this as an opportunity? Yeah, right on. You know, and, and a lot of our members may be aware, but, but many may not. When we talk about how we're going to be supporting entrepreneurs differently, you talked a little bit about the economic environment. The last year, COVID has ravaged through the province. Early on, in uh, when the pandemic was really taking hold, it was, it was really interesting to see the reaction of some of our entrepreneur members when we had been proactively reaching out to them to say, hey, do you need... Do you need some payment relief? And we, in fact, were the first financial institution in Canada to provide payment relief to their members. And you know what's funny? The response is almost unexpected. Like, my bank doesn't call me to say, hey, do I need a break? <laughs> Usually it's like, how do I get my money from you, right? And, and it's just an example of that commitment that you were, you were talking about. What are your thoughts on economic diversification in the province and how we can support that from a financial institution perspective? Maybe a couple of perspectives there, and maybe just building on your last point around the diversification and how businesses have had to look at their businesses differently. I was part of a not-for-profit a few years ago that was designed to help businesses be more innovative, more productive. And what we did find from the research is Alberta, because we were in such a big growth trajectory that it was hard for businesses to take the time to pause right. and think about how they might do do things differently. And in a way, this, this might have been the relief that created space for organizations to really think about how they start to incorporate right. innovation right. And, and be creative around how they can grow their business. You know, I do think that we are really well poised to, you know, there's a lot of new industries that are coming into our space with the downturn in the energy space. It has uh, created new opportunities. And when I think about how the financial services industry can really support the independent business specifically, and I know we're going to talk about ag in a minute, it really 
What our members are looking for is they just really want sound advice and they want someone who is a partner in their business and they don't want to be gouged. They're they're okay with paying fees when they feel that the fees are of value and they're getting value back. Service and being in the communities that we serve, having a great digital platform that augments that. I would say that the the bar is not high uh, for this space in financial services, and we have an opportunity to really raise the bar. Yeah, and I think the the piece that will really differentiate is being a partner and bringing that expertise, like not the industry expertise, but the you know someone who can ask the right questions, who's who's really interested in learning about their business. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you know, when you think about the loneliness of being a business owner or an entrepreneur, like often, you know, you're reliant on people you pay by the hour for advice, right? right? You know, what are the professionals you lean on? You know, you lean on the lawyers, the accountants, and they're not cheap <laughs> to, to get some advice from. Yet the, the relationship you build with your banker at the credit union is going to be someone who's investing in that relationship with you and isn't charging you by the hour. In fact, uh, it's it's a pretty unique position we're in. You want to share with our audience some of the things that you're thinking about that we're going to be changing to really sh- show up differently than how other banks show up? Yeah. A few things that we just came out with an unlimited checking business account that is really uh, priced at a, a terrific price point. We would be considered leaders in that space. On the financing side, really looking at how do we provide access to financing quickly and effortlessly for our members. And it's not an easy process in many financial institutions. There's a lot that's attached to a business account. But there are ways that you can streamline this and really, you know, entrepreneurs, they they want to move on things quickly. They want to be able to make decisions quickly. And we need to be able to support that with access to financing that is available, that's easy to get. You know, in terms of the advice, I would say we're really investing in our people and making sure that we have people who are passionate about both the independent business and the agriculture space and really looking for experts that serve those specific industries and really investing in the education, the accreditation to really take it up a notch. And it's one of the things small business owners have complained about for so long, right? Like they go into their financial institution and they want to have a conversation about their business and they're talking to someone who doesn't know anything about business and they might be great at something else, but they're in front of a business owner and there's really no value. So I love the fact that you're really driving that focus to increase the expertise so that when you're dealing with us at Connect First and you're leading your small business, building your small business, you're not compromising, not having a relationship. And the other thing you said I love is a lot of banks make you feel like there's a checklist. And if you don't meet all the, the, you know, they don't check all the boxes for you, you're out. And you don't even get to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. So having folks who really understand them is so important. But maybe now is a good time to pivot to ag. 
We recently had a uh, a farmer on our show who passionately brought forward, you know, the importance of agriculture in our province and in our economy. And, you know, and it's interesting, a lot of banks don't call out agriculture as an area that they're going to focus on, but we have. So tell me a little bit about what we're doing and what you think about ag. Yeah, I'm so passionate about the ag space and agriculture in Alberta and what ag means for Alberta's future. And, you know, when I was looking at some of the stats around the ag space in the province, you know, 75,000 Albertans are employed in the agri-food industry, 40,000 farms, a third of our land is farmland, you know, and you you just look at the innovation that's happening in this space with ag tech, AI that is yeah. supporting, you know, far more efficient operations. It's actually quite a leading edge industry. Yeah, right on. Yeah. And that surprises a lot of people, right? Like often people have those stereotypical memories of what yeah. agriculture might have been 100 years ago. Who knows? But to your point, like they're actually in many cases our mo most tech savvy members are our farmers and ranchers in this province, which is pretty cool. And I didn't even realize that eh? a third of the space. Yeah. Yeah. A third of the land. So like that's bigger than most countries. Right. <laughs> you put it in context yeah. in this province alone. Right. So when you're thinking about like the, you know, the, the, the big investments that farmers have to make and the big decisions they have to make without guarantees, like how are we evolving our business to, to support them in a way that's different than what other financial institutions are doing? Yeah, I think a, a big one comes back to our people and really finding advisors who, you know, many of our advisors actually farm yeah, right. themselves. They and know what they're talking about. <laughs> they know what they're talking about. And they're living in those communities. They're experiencing the same weather conditions or, you know, changes in pricing that our members in the ag space are, are feeling. So it, you know, that real depth of knowledge in the ag space and, you know, in some cases hiring out of programs that where people have depth and they, right they've dedicated their education degree to this. So people would be a big one. Just on that same topic, really finding ways to reward and recognize so people can stay in their roles and feel like they've got a career, they don't have to move to another role or another city or town to progress in their career. And our members love that because they do not want to have to tell their story over yeah. and over again and re-educate someone on their business and they build relationships. And so we know when people leave that um, members kind of feel like they're starting over. So it it's it's a real big priority for me is to create positions where people are feeling like it's their career. It is a destination role and they are connected to the community, to the members, to growing with those those members. Yeah, right on. I you know I and I love that. That continuity of relationship 
is so important for all of our members in this space, right? And independent business as well. Yeah. Like there's nothing worse than having the revolving door of every six months being introduced to someone new. If you're lucky enough to have a relationship, it's really interesting to me that we're seeing a lot of financial institutions move in a direction of taking away people mm -hmm. from the relationship where we're doing the exact opposite. Yeah. And having both, like having the ability for a member to do self-serve and to get things done when they want to get them done on their own, and then having the ability to sit down over a coffee, have a conversation with someone, have someone come out to their farm, meet with them, tour their, like that, that is where it gets very real. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's also, I think, where our values really as a credit union really play as well, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. thinking about um, other FIs again, you know, they all have their own strategies, their own approach to serving people. And But it is interesting to me that, you know, when things get tough in this province, it is often when you see a lot of other financial institutions get up and get out of Dodge and you see people being moved out. And, uh, and, and in these days, we're seeing branches closed and that kind of thing. We're doing the exact opposite. And we're investing in our community. So like when you're looking ahead, like what are some of your ambitions around building our independent business and agriculture team in this province? Yeah, there are a few areas that we have, you know, like we've got Medicine Hat, Red Deer, Calgary, urban centers where we feel that we have a lot of opportunity to really work with our members and grow and expand in in those areas and in particular in Medicine Hat and Red Deer where Medicine Hat we've just announced we're uh, putting a, a new branch there we already have boots on the ground team that is really engaged in that community we see tons of growth potential there Red Deer same we put in a branch there just, I think, right around the same time as the pandemic started, <laughs> we really uh, are very committed to that uh, city and really working with the businesses there to help them grow and evolve their, their businesses. Calgary, I think in Calgary, we've done a terrific job on the large corporate side and the commercial side. We have a real opportunity there to get in with that independent business space and really make a difference there. And I would say that there's some some pockets or some industries where segments that we want to really add the skill and the knowledge so we can have specialization in a in some key areas where there's growth opportunity in the province. So we're known as the go-to for some of those spaces. So, you know, like in the ag space, a real emerging trend we're seeing is the, and maybe it's not emerging, but it's probably an underserved space is around succession planning of farms from right. one generation to the next. And it can be tricky when you look at financing to the next generation and really, you know, thinking about creative ways to think outside the box and how do we structure things that sets that young farmer or that next generation up for success. Uh, so we're looking at, you know, where are some areas that are potentially underserved where we really believe that our expertise and our know-how can really serve those markets well. Yeah, right on. I love that. And 
you were sharing with me some information just the other day around CFIB and some of their work. Some of our audience might be surprised to see how credit unions stand out. Do you want to share any of that information? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so CFIB, the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses, they do, uh, I believe it's an annual survey that really compares apples to apples with the financial institutions. So it's a good, you know, hold you accountable where everybody is being asked the same questions and credit unions stand out by far. Like they have been in the number one spot since 2009. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And by a long shot. And the bar kind of just goes across where, you know, you can see with some other financial institutions when they really commit, there's, yeah. you know, maybe goes up and then it goes, goes down up and then goes down <laughs> and goes up. And, uh, yeah. but credit unions have consistently right. served this space really, really well. So for those in our audience who might think that there's a compromise in if you're a small business or farmer, ranch or whatever, Dealing with the credit union, it looks like the independent stats say that it's, it's the opposite. It's a step up. So yeah. strongly encourage uh, people to, to try us. But now, Alberta, we're going through transition. We're reinventing ourselves. And when you look at the next decade ahead, like what are you excited about Connect First and where we're going? Yeah, from a Connect First perspective, you know, we just launched our new brand. The whole organization is behind the member experience, putting our members at the center of what we do. A lot of our initiatives and our efforts are lining up around the member experience. And that's something in my career I have always been passionate about is our members and helping them achieve their dreams and their goals. So that I am very excited about. There's this evolution. We just upgraded our online platforms. We came together, you know, where now we're one unified system, which gives us incredible access to data and insights, which just better informs us around how we can serve our, our members better. So I, like our future is so bright. You know, I think a differentiator for us is we have four lines of business for experts, I would call them area of expertise or subject matter expert, and how committed those four <laughs> leaders are. So myself and my three peers to really surrounding our members with the experts, whether that's in the investment and the wealth space, if they're a larger corporate commercial for independent business, if a member outgrows us and we see that their trajectory needs a different level of expertise, our consumer concierge team. So really being able to put the member at the center and surround them with experts and not all financial institutions can do that really, really well. And I think it is a place that we're going to be able to differentiate, to really break down the silos and make sure that our members are getting in front of the experts, regardless of which area they're in. 
So you're passionate about ag. Tell our audience a little bit more, like, where does this passion come from? Food is, for my family, is our love language. (laughs) Food, like, a lot of what we do centers around sourcing local food, uh, family time, preparing food, gathering. Uh, We see that as our, you know, our time to celebrate. Uh, A lot of what we do centers around, um, around cooking and dining out and, uh, you know, really loving kind of fresh, local sourced foods and everything that goes along with that. So it's, it's near and dear to my heart. And I share your energy around food on that basis, but that's lovely. And it's, I think a big trend, isn't it, that more and more people are wanting to source their food local. And we're seeing some really interesting independent businesses come up producing food local too. And maybe the next big question. So we've made decisions that we're, we're doubling down on Alberta. We're making big investments in this province at a time a lot of other FIs are doing the opposite mm-hmm. because we believe in the future. But what are your predictions for entrepreneurs, for business owners, for farmers, ranchers in the decade ahead? I just think the future is so bright. And, you know, I was referring earlier to how entrepreneurs are just that. They're very entrepreneurial and business owners. And being a part of Connect First and just being in the province over the last year plus and seeing members, business owners pivot. It's like an overused word, I think, right now uh, over the last little while, but truly being able to do just that and seize opportunities. You know, you see how we're leaders within Calgary, the new tech focus. You're just seeing it all over the province where there are U of A, where they're standing out as being really well known in the AI space and, you know, just really seizing the opportunities that are in front of us. Right on. I am so glad to have had you here, Liz, on this show. Long overdue, but I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing for independent business and for all those farmers and ranchers out there. So thank you for joining the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Next steps. You know, there's not much more that uh, I enjoy than a great conversation about business, about, you know, the the future of our province. And I really enjoyed my conversation with Liz today. We were talking about the biggest risk takers in our province. That's the entrepreneurs, the farmers, the ranchers, the folks who are investing their time, their energy, in many cases, everything they've got to build a brighter future for their business, for their employees, for this province. And when we think about the risk-taking they're doing, you know, it's really easy to understand how important those relationships around them have got to be. And unfortunately, in my view, a lot of financial institutions have been stepping back from that and trying to go digital only and create digital first kinds of experiences for many of those members. And don't get me wrong, digital is so important in creating great seamless experiences for people to get their business done. But when you're running a business, when you're a farmer, you're a rancher, and you're putting it all out there on the field every year, knowing you have a relationship with a banker who gets you and understands your business and will be there for you when you need them, quite frankly, is what they need. And it's what we need to do better. 
So we are making that commitment at Connect First Credit Union to step it up. And despite the fact credit unions have generally been known as being more supportive to small business and so on, we know we need to do better and we are. And that's why we've got leaders like Liz on our team who are making it their commitment every day to bring the best experience we possibly can to farmers, ranchers, entrepreneurs, business owners, the people who are building a brighter future in our province. The other thing to recognize is coming through the year of COVID and through the, the economic transition we've that's been underway for the past several years as we've been slowly by hook and by crook diversifying this economy, it's been uneven. You know, the COVID experience has been an uneven recovery for many businesses to say the least. And can you think of a better time when having a relationship with a financial institution that's committed to your success is going to be important than coming out of this and going into this year, these years of the 2020s, which are going to be a decade of transition for our province, which will bring so much excitement and so much opportunity, but challenges as well. And that tough and challenging environment for entrepreneurs is, is something we recognize at Connect First. And we're making a commitment to them. We're making a commitment to invest in this business, invest in our expertise, and invest in the people who will help you be as successful as possible because we've got your back. So with that, if you liked what you heard here today, share it with your network and be sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on What's Next Alberta. Alberta.